0: The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show.
1: Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for The Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality.
2: back in the saddle again for the pinball show episode 14 yeah, yeah with your host zach minnie and dennis Creel. i think i've got lead saddle and and dennis is behind me riding side
3: saddle <laughs> <laughs> i gotta keep my uh my corset all <laughs> properly positioned
2: you've got good balance i gotta yeah. say that's
3: what it takes for that side saddle
2: riding you gotta have good balance i i once here's what i did i rode side saddle on i tried to pull the Wee herman uh, on a scooter once uh, you know when he's showing off
3: <laughs> I know you are But what am I
2: <laughs> Francis So I tried <laughs> oh, to Frances. do that once um, Where he puts his arm out and his two legs out And oh, okay. I flew into a ditch Just as he uh, similarly did So how's it going Dennis That's fine, it's great What have you been uh, up to, don't tell me COVID Tell me something else, even if it's a lie Vidoc <laughs> up to Vidoc Vidco <laughs> Oh, 91 man. I can't wait to talk about the lack of news this week, but mm. you had a little, uh, you had a special guest on Eclectic Gamers podcast, So we're uh, going to talk about that I did soon.
3: record, I so that's what I did. I mean, normally I record Eclectic Gamers after I record TPN mm-hmm. on the same day. We actually recorded Eclectic Gamers on Friday, which is, we do it on occasion, but mm-hmm. only once in a blue moon.
2: Yeah, so you guys got a big guest on EGP. I listened to it uh, and thoroughly enjoyed it. We'll talk about that coming up. We've talked about Cowboy Creasel. Check there. I think we're good. I haven't done anything this week besides try to sell what little inventory I have left. Begging and pleading for these manufacturers to be able to open back up. But also wanting to keep everyone safe. A nice little balance there by myself and yours truly. But uh, I need games, people. I need game. Maybe
3: I should just get more into the used, uh, the used market, I guess. You could trade that Lebowski and get yourself like a dozen games.
2: No, Lebowski. My wife is starting to catch on to my my little uh, scheme that I've got going on here at the quote unquote mm. showroom. <laughs> she's like, "So, the other house we only had five pinball machines, but now we have twelve. Are these?" And I'm like, "Well, you it's for like the business and the and the shows and the reviews." And she's like, "Oh." So we can sell these, right? And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> oh no! But yes. she thought Willy Wonka was the most expensive, and I was like, ha, ha. Oh, oh dear, that's, that's sweet. That's sweet. It's don't so look innocent. At those restored games. And I said, Big Lebowski is uh That's actually probably the one that costs the most here. I don't know why. I told her, and she was like, eh, really? Like, yeah, <laughs> really. The Nicole
3: does not abide, man.
2: No, it's just like her opinion, man. So we got to hear from the correspondents this week in the midweek show. That was yeah, a good show. Yeah, I listened to that. Yeah, I think those guys may they may pick up the baton and continue with that. We'll we'll discuss that a little bit. But first, why don't we go to the correspondents to see if they've drummed up any news at all? <laughs> oh,
3: was that a snare? <laughs> was it was it? kind of. I don't know what the... <laughs> it wanted to kind of, be. Some kind of drum. <laughs> and it was a symbol, but the hand was holding it tight.
0: Yeah. It's time for TPN Industry News.
4: Hi there and welcome to this week's spooky haggis industry talk update with Dr. John on the Pinball Show. We actually have some news this week with a code update for Alice Cooper, version 1.1.0.1, which apparently is 13 in binary. Uh, the main features which is something bowen's been wanting for a long time is rooms have items you can pick up to help kill the monster and make it easier to complete apparently the items vary according to which monster you're locked into and which room you go to so there's a lot of new things to explore kevin and lindsay were streaming on what the flip and managed to find a chainsaw to help with killing the zombie which made it a one-shot finish rather than a three-shot finish. Very cool stuff. There's also a lot of extra animations and awards, and I look forward to exploring this further. Visit the Spooky Home page for the code download, and good luck to everybody with it. Catch you all next time.
0: Matt Morrison here with your Chicago Gaming update for the week. I reached out to Christopher Franchi, who couldn't disclose any new information, but did say that he was thrilled to be a part of the Chicago Gaming Company family. They treat him very well, and what's coming next from CGC will both surprise and excite everyone. More Medieval Madness Royal editions are making their way into homes, showing off that awesome side armor and topper. And if you haven't seen Brian Allen's alternate translite for Medieval Madness, it is a thing of beauty. Chock full of Monty Python and the Holy Grail references. If you're still looking for an Attack from Mars alternate trans light, Brad Hunter has some over at Lit Frames, and there's a combo pack. I believe Brian Allen has signed some of the Translights, so be on the lookout for that. I think that'll do it for CGC this week. I'm Matt Morrison. Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. Well, there's not a lot of news from Jersey Jack, or any other pinball company for that matter, but there is some news about JJP's founder, Jack Guarneri. It's well known that bars and pubs around the country are struggling right now with the COVID-19 pandemic, especially bars that are focused on pinball. One of those is Jack Bar in Brooklyn, and when the owner, John Ehrlich, was looking for a way to support the bar through an online fundraiser, he contacted Jack Guarneri and asked him if he'd be willing to donate anything. Now most people probably would throw a couple of t-shirts in a box and send them off but Jack drove up to donate some items from his personal collection and did that to support their online fundraiser. I'm sure his generosity is greatly appreciated by everyone at Jack Bar, and it just goes to show how Jack is really willing to give back to the pinball community. Kudos to him for that. For The Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rutberg.
1: Taking a look at Stern and the Pinside Top 100 Hey everyone, Craig here again, the Pinball Show Stern News Correspondent. Well with not much going on this week, and all eyes on a yet to be announced official start date for the Stern Factory, I thought it would be a good time to see where Stern machines sit these days on the Pinside Top 100. Broken into two halves for time's sake, I'll start at 100 and work upwards towards 50. Starting with their lowest entry to the highest we have 99 with the 2011 Transformers. At 97 we have the Stern classic Sea Witch that the more recent Beatles title was designed from. Jumping up to 95 we have the 2008 Batman The Dark Knight. Jumping to 79 we see another Stern classic from 1980 Quicksilver which is rumored to be the design basis for an upcoming Led Zeppelin pin. Moving forward, we have the recent Beatles pin at 75, the 2007 Family Guy at 74, Stern's 2006 Pirates of the Caribbean at 72, and the art classic The Monsters at 69. At 63 and 62, we see the 1980s Stargazer and Ripley's Believe It or Not, followed by X-Men at 60, and the 2015 Rock pin Kiss at 56. Some real gems there, both modern and older, hidden in this group and worth considering if you're in the market for that new addition to your home game room. Stay tuned for next week as the Stern domination continues on the road to number one as we look at the top 50 reviewed games on Pinside. For The Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side.
3: Well, Zach, it's always great to hear from the correspondents, (laughs) even when they have nothing to say. (laughs) To say
2: this week... A little, a little lackluster, but they still present well, those fellas over there. They did talk about, uh, in the shit update, <laughs> Dr. John talked about Spooky Pinball updating the code to Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle.
3: That's right, and version it, binary 13.
2: Is that what it was? Sometimes it's hard for me to understand the Aussies. It just sounds all well, ball and vote name with them all, right? Mm-hmm. That That's a good Australian accent, right? I, I couldn't tell what you said. Exactly, that's my point. He talked about the new update having weapons that can be acquired in certain rooms as you're looking to battle these monsters. So I suppose certain rooms have certain weapons and those weapons uh, or items are based on the monster that you're going to battle. And it makes it easier or more efficient to battle a monster if you have said weapon or item i like the premise of that uh of that code change that's pretty cool they've been talking about that from day one but never has it been implemented quite yet
3: yeah it sounds interesting i was curious whether or not using the item like i don't know is it as hard like are you as in as much risk trying to get the item and then going to the boss as it is to fight the boss Mm, do you is there a point disadvantage to using the weapon like If you, the example that Dr. John gave was chainsaw against the zombie reduces the shot quantity to beat the zombie from three to Mm -hmm. one, one shot. Yeah. yeah. One shot. When do you get the full points? Uh, Do you get more points if you actually do the three shot? Like, are you rewarded in some way for not having the weapon? These are questions that we seek answers to.
2: I like that Alice Cooper has always struck me as a unique rule set. Very much story-based. Like, if we're talking mode-based systems and mode-based games, this is one of them, but it's very unique. Spooky does that a lot of times, Dennis, I find with their codes. They might take little risks here and there, whether it's items that are in the mystery list, like an extra tilt warning or something. Just very unique things that Spooky takes risks on that I think pay off really well, as exampled by this newest code update. I haven't updated mine uh, because it's getting ready to leave, but maybe I should update it
3: before. Maybe. Hmm. Do you think that the greatest risk of all that Spooky ever took was constantly allowing Scott Denisi to change the beep in Total Nuclear Annihilation? <laughs> Quite possibly. Beep. Now, weren't people calling for it to change again? Or I don't know. They're... I don't know anymore. I think it's gone through three ver- at least three versions of beep. You still playing your TNA a lot? No, lately I've only been playing Walking Dead, but... Hmm. I have only, I mean, I only played maybe, I think, this last week, three games of pinball. Well, no, I I, guess it was more than that. I I was playing Walking Dead for about 30 minutes, and then I was selling my jacks to open, so I fired it up to make sure everything was working on that and just played one game. But otherwise, it's only been Walking Dead.
2: Oh, I see. Speaking of spooky pinball, hopefully soon we're going to get some more Rick and Morty's rolling off the line.
3: You're waiting. You you should get yours any day now. Uh,
2: I haven't even did my build list on what I want on it, so...
3: Maybe you Probably want it not. stock. Well, Wisconsin opened up. Yeah.
2: Like, there's a big old cluster up there because Wisconsin opened up, and then they didn't, and then they did, and there's people getting drunk at the bars, the cheeseheads everywhere. Yeah, but their,
3: their state Supreme Court overturned, I believe, the governor's uh, authority to limit the gatherings. So it's a free-for-all.
2: So I don't know what if that means that Spooky is now geared up and ready to go, or if it doesn't.
3: I just want my game. Hey, Dennis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's my
2: fucking Rick and Morty? Oh,
3: it's probably right there on the line. They probably <laughs> just needed to install like one last plastic set or something, and it was oh, ready to go. Like, no, just I gotta don't even. Be they,
2: they didn't even. They, they haven't sent me the list of the little checks where I get to check my mods.
3: Well, they put that on last, so right, I got second yes. to last thing. I have a powder
2: plastic. coat. I want everything powder coated.
3: Why? Why because do you not like things to
2: be shiny? I know. Well, because if not, what is the standard on that one? Is it just the hammered gray? I, I don't think it's like I, I didn't A. look
3: at buying one, so I have no idea. Jeez. Before we move on from the correspondence, Zach, uh, Craig Bobby, Mr. Bobby.
1: Oh, what, shake
3: and bake. So, so what is he doing? He's Mr. Showtime, baby. I love it. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I have one, All right. I, I respect. Oh, no. <laughs> I respect the desire. Hold on, Craig. To generate content. I have I'll one you. issue. I have oh. one issue. The list that he goes through has clearly only been defined for some strange reason by games that were branded as Stern. But he's mixing Stern Pinball and Stern Electronics... Other than a tie by name, it doesn't make any sense. There's no (laughs) official continuation from Stern Electronics to Stern Pinball. And if you wanted to go that route, Zach, if you wanted to go that route, why were Data East and Sega games not included when they are clearly a continuation of the same company that is the modern Stern Pinball? We will just have to wait and see what Craig says was his logic behind his approach. Because I
2: don't get it. You know what? Kudos to Craig Bobby for trying to have a segment when there is no news. Damn it.
3: I would like another correspondent. Perhaps cause could go through the top 100 as well, but maybe he could mix American (laughs) pinball games in with Chicago coin. Why not? (laughs) We could, well, there is no law here. We just kind of do what we want. So martial law. I am the law.
2: You're a cowboy.
3: Oh, there's a whole chain there actually going back to Chicago coin, but, but they're different companies Mm. at different phases and you can do it with Stern, but you can only go back to daddy East. If you're going to stick with the same actual business. So, oh, yeah. Daddy East. uh, I didn't know that. The way it, oh gosh, no. Yes. And feel free to cut all of this out if you want. Maybe I'll keep it. So when Stern Electronics, the old one formed, Mm -hmm. they acquired the assets of Chicago Coin, but it's not a continuation of Chicago Coin business. It's a, it was a whole new business. Okay. Then, when Stern Electronics went out of business after some time, when Daddy East got into pinball, they bought those same assets. So, they bought the Chicago Coin assets that became the Stern Electronics assets, and that became Daddy East. But the actual company of Daddy East became the division under Sega, and that became the standalone Stern Pinball. That is all the same company, just rebranded and under different ownership models. What about Sega? Yeah, Data East became Sega. Sega bought Data East's pinball division and made it their pinball division. Didn't they only also own like Capcom or there was something there, wasn't there? No, no, no. no. They, They did not. But back in the 70s, Sega formed a separate pinball division to build and sell games specific to the Japanese market. Did they ever see production? Yeah, yeah. They did them for about a decade. Really? Yeah, but they weren't for export so you don't see them around much. I it's... there's a museum in Tokyo, I believe in Tokyo, uh that has a number of those games. Mm. Uh, they're really interesting like the pop bumpers. The instead of the part the pop part getting pulled down, it's it pushes up. It was very there's a lot of innovation in the in the So uh, even Airball started Tokyo way back
2: games. then. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So the there's a whole up, yeah.
3: so these acids get traded around and stuff, but that's why yeah. that Stern book that's under perpetual Kickstarter, it goes back to Data East because and that whole when Batman came out and Stern was celebrating its anniversary, they date that back to the start of Data East, not Stern Electronics, a separate it's a separate mm. like tax ID and everything. It's just different.
1: Oh
2: love, it, Craig. <laughs> Let's get to EGP. The little eclectic gamers podcast. Why? It, you had it's a, not even
3: on TPN.
2: You had a big guest on. It wasn't Bobby Pinball from Deep Root. No, no, it was Jeff. Let's see if I can botch this. Li- baklava. <laughs> baklava. I wonder if Jeff is nutty with honey drizzled on top. Is that what the baklava? I ate it. You ate it,
3: so you should know, right? Nut, honeys and nuts, right? It usually has uh, sort of nuts as a almost a paste inside of filo dough, and then a usually honey based uh, sweet syrup is poured over it.
2: Yeah, I don't hold the nut paste for me. Not big nut paste. Well, then it dye. would be
3: filo dough, butter, and honey glaze. Filo dough. Yeah, that really thin dough. It's I don't know if you ever well it's not paper. A thin. What am I saying? You obviously have never worked with it. You can buy it in the freezer section. It's really, really, really thin dough. Paper and that's dough. what's So it's like paper thin, and you layer it. Mm-hmm. So you can make a lot A lot of Middle Eastern dishes rely on it, desserts cool. and such.
2: Poor Jeff Bachlor. Every time we bring him up, I bring up Baclar. But he was on the Eclectic Gamers podcast. That was a treat for you. You guys are going to have to listen to this episode. It was damn good. But kind of recap some of the things you guys discussed.
3: Sure. We went through, I reached out to Jeff Bacalar uh, months ago because he wrote an article uh, in December about his top 10 pinball machines. And he posted it over with Giant Bomb. So I remember through EGP on Twitter, I shared that article out. A lot of exposure. I, and I mentioned him and I, uh, you know, I I added him and I said, hey, you know, if you ever want to come on and talk pinball, because he noted he was on Giant Beastcast which is, isn't a podcast I listen to, but I'm familiar with it. It's a video mm-hmm. game podcast. And I said, well, if you want to come on a podcast and talk about pinball, more than Tony and I are more than happy to have you on. And he said, uh, once we get past the busy early video game season, let's do that. And we got past that, and then I got busy. I didn't follow up until about a month ago. Reached mm-hmm. out, picked a date. We went through that article where he picked his top 10 games. And then we uh, did the Stern Showdown Bracket. Oh, nice. Well, enough time to play a game. So I was like, okay, well, let's go ahead and do that. Have some fun with that. And so he's he's been a pinball player for a long time, but he is not as steeped into it as most of the people who are listening to this show are. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. Anyway, it was a good lesson to me because there are things I was saying that he wasn't understanding. And at one point in there, you could hear him go, I, f- I feel like you guys are just like trying to school me here. And I was like, oh <laughs> no, I just have no idea what you know and don't know. So you just uh-huh. you got to tell me. I will simplify everything I need to to make it clear, but I'll try. So, Bucky, but it was fun. He had a good showing, Bucky. but he actually knows it's a lot. Good. He knows a lot about. He knows more about games than he that statement implies. So, like, he's familiar yeah. with designers. Um, very modern oriented now in terms of like he owns games. Apparently, he's been streaming on Twitch. Yeah, so. he
2: was lone day Willy Wonka from Jersey Jack yeah. Pinball.
3: So I was like, oh, okay, well, he must be somewhat. He's like, I could put in a word for you. <laughs> I was Jeez. Like, well, you were like, yeah. I was like, yeah, well, I know Ken Cromwell too. <laughs> so right. don't act like you're all that. But, oh. So yeah, it was fun. I got to tell
2: you, him. you had a great listeners. You have to listen to this episode if you haven't already. You probably already have. But Dennis shined on this episode. This was a, a cornerstone effort on Dennis's part. I thought that he and Jeff had a working relationship and knew one another. Oh, uh, no, that's, no, we don't. That's, we don't how know good, that's how good you shine, dude. That was, that was a nice job. I would use that in a portfolio of if, if, if I were you once CNET reaches out to you uh, for the pinball division.
3: <laughs> yes, I'm sure they're they're clamoring when their editor at large, which because he's also an editor at large at CNET, <laughs> is already what? into pinball. They probably don't need an yeah. additional person.
2: Every day they go without uh, having Dennis Creel as an employee is the day they failed. It just is what it is. Hashtag
3: fact. Only reporting the facts here. I know you try to. But anyway, Tony and I had a lot of fun with it because we actually used to have, you know, we don't do, we don't really do interviews very much, but we used to have a lot of guest hosts on Mm -hmm. and we really have not because of our work situation last year. And then this year it's just. Sort of this, you know, same old, same old, and I was like, I really wanted to try and at least have a few guests again because it's sh- it's sh- you know it changes up the dynamic. You know, a show yeah. like this, we don't do rotating co hosts, nope. but but with EGP, we do try and bring in a third guest host from time mm-hmm. to time. Sometimes even more than three on certain special occasions.
2: It's always like whenever you guys have co hosts, they are like a special guest. They're they're pretty big and good ones. Um, I recalling over the last couple of years of listening and following the EGP. They've been they've been really good. His top 10 list was questionable to me
3: but a lot of people gonna... have uh, have mentioned that yeah. they disagree or or had yeah. issues with part of the list and hey that's the that's the interesting thing about lists and that's why I had him on is I thought there are definitely going to be a lot of people that take issue with this list so I think mm-hmm. it'll be fun to talk about. I thought overall the list was pretty good actually not it's, it wouldn't be my top 10 but I can yeah. definitely see most of these being on a top 10 list.
2: I can I, I, I wouldn't argue a lot of them. I wouldn't argue a lot of them. Now, what I would argue, though, is old Bucky. J-Bock is what I call him. Mm. Um, Do you? Yeah. Now, J-Bock, we don't go back. We're not tight. I don't know the man. But um, you seem to have a, a liking to him, very respectful toward him. You said he knows a lot. You know, you're you're really pumping him up. Uh, this or that, Dennis So Who knows more about pinball? J-Bock or your co-host at the pinball show, Zach Manny?
3: You you do, woohoo! Yeah, that's the only way I get a compliment, ladies and gentlemen. I'll take it. O- on the surface, if I say I'm bringing in someone who's known for podcasting and writing articles about video games, I think you're going to expect someone who maybe knows how to play the game and doesn't mm-hmm. know anything else. He is well above that level, but. Okay. His familiarity, and he admits it himself, was mostly with just having played a lot historically and not really diving into the hobby until much more recently. Mm -hmm. Like he owns games, but most of those games are pretty new. Or you know, the way he he got into it, the way a lot of us get into it, but he's not generating content around it. So what he what he ends up learning is at that pace of ownership, whereas what you've learned is at the pace of your involvement as a content creator. This is different. This is different. Pacing.
2: good points go listen to that follow egp if you haven't already another podcast that uh tickled my ear this week was jeff teolis's the pinball profile he had on george gomez creative officer over at chief creative officer i believe is his title over at stern pinball george mm-hmm. gomez as everybody knows is a legend they talked about design they talked about manufacturing right now, and lack thereof, and when we might expect something to change. He also, I love that George Gomez, my homie Gomi, even referred to the trolling that occurred on that Zoom meeting, and uh, the follow-up with that picture in Dwight Sullivan's basement. He said, uh, you know, um, he has kids, and he had a Ninja Turtles poster, Like, and then later he was like, maybe we did that on purpose, maybe we don't. Who knows? What do you make of it?
3: Uh, there are people at Stern that have a have a rep for doing some trolling. Yeah, I I think it's all in fun.
2: When do we see Stern Pinball start back up? You're gonna have to listen to find out. But spoiler alert, he's he doesn't say. <laughs> no, oh
3: yeah, I haven't heard this one yet. I, I people already contact me saying it's a really good episode of Pinball Profile though, so it is in the queue. I'm hoping to listen to it when we are done here.
2: It's all based on when they open it up there in Illinois. Obviously, I mean that's it. They're ready it, it, to and go. It's very
3: difficult to. Fr- I, Case in point, our state, like three days ago, they invented a whole new phase. Like, really? Gonna, yeah. We had this four-phase plan of reopening, and then because one of the state numbers isn't doing well, and the other two were doing okay, the governor just up and announced on Thursday, okay, we've added phase 1.5, and we're going to go into phase oh, 1.5 wow. as of Monday. And it's like, okay. <laughs> that, that George that's Lucas
2: all over again. Oh, Yeah, sure. There's episodes one, two, and three, but are they as good? It sounds like uh, it was stage blurple, stuck somewhere in between blue, somewhere purple. We're going blurple here, guys. Mm. Operation blurple. Get your masks, or do you? So much mixed information with COVID. I'm like, do I wear a mask? Don't I? Is it protecting anything? Is it more just a representation of the unity I have with my country? What is it? I'm so confused. Do I, am I supposed to go outside to get all the, the nastiness and my immune system doesn't get too low? Am I supposed to stay under my covers? I don't know, Dennis. I just don't know. So much information. Is Fauci to be trusted? Is he not? Where do we go? All right. Sorry. That was your political corner with Zach Manning. <laughs> Another highlighted pinball podcast this week was Off the Record Pinball Podcast. Our buddy Dakota Mike wanted to do his own, and he he was very crafty because he put some work in here, Dennis. He had a roundtable discussion with some of the prominent women in pinball, especially pinball media. He had Kate Martin, Miss Penn, Stephanie, is it, sorry, Steph, Gaida. Gu- Gaida. yeah. It's Guida, I got it right, yeah. And Emoto Harney. So he had those ladies on to discuss so much about women in pinball in the 21st century and how it differed from decades ago, the progress we are making. The setbacks that still do occur from time to time. What I liked about this discussion, number one, is well done, well organized, well executed. But it was very thoughtful on each of the co-hosts' uh, perspectives. They didn't all just agree on everything, and they well, everyone's was,
3: everyone's an individual. So I, I, I know, think that's what I love, though. That's what I love that. So he he got he picked a, a good diverse audience. I haven't mm-hmm. heard this yet. I I know it drops su- su- t- uh, yesterday Sunday. Mm-hmm. So. I, I've got it
2: to mm-hmm. play,
3: but I haven't been able to play it yet. Last listen to podcasts of the day before we released it.
2: Yeah, interesting points. They even talked about uh, women designers in mm. the future, uh, coders, oh, They, touched, they artists. touched on
3: some of the serious topics then.
2: Yeah, yeah. And they, they were all very respectful, but they were still funny. Um, overall, good uh, – admittedly a little cringeworthy when talking about some of the TPN launch stuff. I was like, Oh no, I don't want to go back there. That was, well, a, you know, obviously those, that of hurt. Us, those
3: of us who live that are going to be a little sensitive to, yeah. but, but you know, we don't censor when we put things out on no. TPN. So I'm no. glad they're willing to have the discussion. I, I think it's a healthy thing to talk about this sort of stuff. So yeah. I'm never regret having the conversation.
2: Yeah. And having that off the record pinball podcast from day one, accepting everyone Uh, we were talking about it Dennis before you and you said the only barrier really to the off the record is money objectively because you have to have enough money for a microphone and stuff like that Uh, but we can even help out with some of that so it's nice that there is a platform for people to discuss important issues like this I hope that Dakota Mike continues with this roundtable discussion with some of the pertinent issues that we do face uh, in a growing industry. Um, The only thing that I will point out is that in the opening, it made me cringe a little bit because Mike was like, I reached out to them encouraging them to have a female co-host on their show. And they haven't done that yet, but maybe in the future. I was like, oh, no, but,
3: but on TPS, you mean the the pinball pinball show show?
2: Yeah. um, I was like, we don't do co-hosts.
3: So, okay. That's probably some confusion because twip podcast had rotating hosts and and this show doesn't, doesn't. So it's not really structured that way, but we are always looking for new podcasts to put out. So in terms of if someone wants to reach out that wants Mm -hmm. to do a show concept, I, my personal suggestion is always try it as an off the record and see if you like it and see what the response mm-hmm. is, but we're always willing to, you know, we'll take care of the hosting. We'll get you the little intro bumper. And other than that, it's your show. You guys do, you know, yeah. anyone who you know, ask anyone who's done any of them. We, we try and be very hands off in terms of it's your con it's your creative content. We do not, yep. we do not but interfere
2: hands-on and supportive. If you need us yes. with yep. editing so like, or just techniques or you'll get,
3: you'll get suggestions on how to improve your audio mm-hmm. and uh, you know, if we think something might not, may or may not work, it's up to you if you want to yeah. if you want to use it or not. But I think, overall, in terms of what we've done since being launched on TPN, since apparently they've they've touched on that topic, is I, did, think, yeah. I think it's demonstrated that it's it's pretty. I forgive me for kind of <laughs> seeming like I'm plugging my other show, but it's fairly eclectic. We have quite a few different voices, and it is I, extremely eclectic. And I'm, I'm glad it ended up working out that way because that was the goal. But at the time when you're just a group of five people and you're mm-hmm. trying to keep it secret and you're trying to put it all together, it's like uh, yeah. you don't know if it's going to work and you're tunnel visioning on certain things. And I've talked all about the launch already before, so I don't want to I don't yeah. see any need to rehash it. But I'm glad that it can still serve as a good discussion point.
2: Absolutely. We do have a very diverse now that we're looking. We're three months in now, Dennis. And we have went through a lot of stuff as a group, uh, the Pinball Network. We set out and we have done a phenomenal job in only three months. We have numerous streamers. We have numerous podcasts. We have a platform that is available for anybody to jump on and to be heard in pinball. We have you and I's continued work uh, with the pinball show uh, and streaming efforts. We have YouTube videos and we continue to grow week by week now, when you, when you said we were eclectic as a group, I couldn't agree with you more. I am just unbelievably proud of what we've been able to do in the last three months. And I can only imagine where we're going to be in six months, uh, in 12 months, and so on. Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. Man, this is podcast heavy. See, it's a good thing all these podcasters yeah. are still talking about pinball. Loser Kid Pinball Podcast had on Doug Polka from Papa. Papa Polka. Papa Polka discussed, as you could all guess, uh, some of the events that led up to the cancellation of the Replay effects 2020 as well as the associated Pinberg Tournament. I won't go into all of the details, but go check out Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. They're really hitting on all cylinders with some of those interviews. Um, so go listen to Papa Polka over there.
3: I don't know if he likes being called Papa Polka. Really? Doesn't yeah. it make sense, Papa and Polka? No, I get what you're doing. Papa Polka? I'm just wondering if maybe he hates you. What about Papa Doug? Papa that, DP? That is, that's not even alliterative, so why would you say that?
2: Papa Doug? <laughs> let's, let's move on. Yes, please. It's that time of the week again when we discuss Bambo Show Presents (laughs) Bambo I love having you on Skype video during this. It makes it so much worthwhile. That's why I really, I really went out
3: with the whole bang there. Did you feel it? Is this the last market trend? Is this why Can you no, it, end
2: on a high note? It's most certainly not. You know, we got messages between... No, we didn't. No, we did. Uh, people said, oh, you know what? I uh- guess I don't know. I uh well no they they like on streams and stuff. I heard people talking. Streams. Said, I oh, think that on. pinball market trends could hold its own as its own episode. That's how good and crucial it, it, oh, it is like for the five pinball industry. Episode
3: be like a little baby episode. I know some people like really short podcasts, so I'm, I'm not saying it couldn't. Yeah, you I would could. try and stretch it out over an hour because you're one of those people.
2: Well, when something is gold and something is beautiful, I weave it. into a brooch (laughs) that I will wear I will weave it into a web speaking of webs trending up this week is Stern Pinball's Elfira's house of whores like a broken record you've heard it here but I can only do what the facts tell me to do and that is report what is trending up report what is trending down and report what is holding steady I'm a scientist here people a statistician if you will and that is said with hyperbole, of course, because I'm not a scientist here, people. I'm not a statistician here. <laughs> but I play one on the podcast. <sighs> Elvira's House of Horse is training up because it's still quantifiably just impossible uh, to find. I did have one of the more larger distributors reach out to me asking if I had any I could loan because us distributors we help each other out if we got a surplus of something somebody needs something uh, you know it's it's a good, good group of people that's what good distributors do and I just like I don't I haven't had any for a while and if I did I'd be hoarding them like my process I wouldn't let them go and I would uh, only sell them to customers but no it's it's impossible to find. And if you have taken a look at the Pinside Top 100, folks, in its rear view mirror, Elvira's House Horse now sees Star Trek. Whoa! I'm a doctor, not a pinball wizard. It flew past Cousin It. Internet. The Addams family. It flew past a whole lot of roses. Yeah, it flew past that blow up doll in ACDC. It flew past Indiana Jones's Pinball Adventure. Watch. You cheat, Elvira. It flew past Deadpool holy shit where are we going here at least it's not another original theme pin well it is deadpool because she passed you there she is now sitting in the top 10 pin side top 100 list with elvira's house of whores wow so it's trending up i mean the prices are going up the popularity is going up
3: i like how you explain like there's this network of pinball distributors and how you all help each other out. And then you went on to say, how if well, you had any of these games, you wouldn't help them out one little bit. Well, no, it, it, here's how it works. You know, if I've T- got, yeah, tell, tell, tell me the inner workings of distributing. <sighs> Cause I really care.
2: Uh, most people do. Uh, if I have a couple in surplus of like a star Trek pro you stop making them. The distributor called me and said, Hey, I got a customer that needs a Zach. Do you have any extra? I would say, yeah, let's, uh, let's get you one over. But if they called and I had one Star Trek Pro left, I would say, unfortunately, I only have one. I'm unable to, uh, it's, it's like an unwritten rule book of distribution, if you will, that the good ones follow and the bad
3: ones don't. And now you will name which ones are the bad ones. We know who you are out there. Generating no drama, yet plenty of content. Why
2: did I turn into Adam Sandler?
1: Oh, (laughs)
3: he is so terrible. What? You don't like Adam Sandler? (laughs) What? What? There was a time where he did decent, and then there was the post-Jack and Jill era. Oh, well... That's fair enough. It's that goddamn penguin again.
1: man I'm just here
2: for my paycheck. Uh, hey, you know what? Yeah, he's real. I like, is anybody <laughs> else that like Adam Sandler? Training office week is Adam Sandler. You know, he did hit a slump back there in the early 2000s with Jack and Jill. And uh, Grown Ups wasn't bad. Punch Drunk Love, I mean, come on. It's a piece of art. Yeah, the most recent ones on Netflix have been, eh. But overall, Happy Gilmore, my God, was a great movie. Billy Madison. Why don't they make a pinball machine that is about, uh, that's about Billy Madison or Happy
3: Gilmore or any of that? Because they would not sell.
2: I feel like you're the Bob Barker of pinball market trends because you're like, the price is wrong, bitch.
3: Your prices are often wrong here in <gasps> pinball market trends, but... Uh. I grow weary of trying to explain why. Man, that's really sad. I know it is, but you never let your sorrow drown away your segment, so. Pinball Market Trends is a life preserver, saving me.
2: Saving me from drowning in my business because there's no inventory.
3: Pinball Market Trends is the f***ing iceberg.
2: (laughs) Iceberg, right ahead!
3: And you are the captain, and you're just like, let's go right through it. It's a, it's a, it's
2: just a tip. Yeah, <laughs> first you last. Oh no, no. Unfortunately, speaking. Size baby. Sadness is turning down this week. His inventory. Help, Stern. I need you. Get back on the line. Break the law. I don't care. Break the law. Shit. Get a skeleton uh. crew in there. Have barriers. You have plexi from that lower playfield, monsters that you can just put up in the middle of people. On their face, so they don't see. tiny
3: little tiny windows. Yeah. No, you need those full-fledged haggist acrylic play shots. Oh, there
2: you go. There you go. God, I need inventory. Yeah. Maybe I'll start calling distributors. Nah, it's just not my game, baby. It's not what I do. Also trending down this week is a little old pin called the Big Lebowski. Wait a minute, Zach, you can't do that. You own that game, the Big Lebowski. What happened? I want a divorce. Over me and you are no more. No, I'll, I'll still stick around, I'll go to counseling with you. But the issue I'm having with the big Lebowski pinball machine is that it dropped 13 points on the pin side top 100 this last week, and that's scary. The other addition I have is that a
3: mm, couple issues cropped up with my Lebowski. I warned you on your stream about issues. what the common complaints are with the Lebowski, and yeah. I said. Issues, and you said, this game has been playing so great. And I was like, it well, had. The general feedback is that those things go down pretty quickly. So I was confident that <sighs> the science, the engineering, oh. the prowess that went into it would show its true colors soon enough.
2: Why, Dutch, why? Now, these are minor issues, I believe, but I'm just so salty about it because I wanted to stream it tonight on the Flippin' Out Pinball Streaming Network. And only now you have TPN. to stream...
3: The new code of Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle.
2: Maybe we will do that. But no, the Big Lebowski, I got a little air message that has come up that is common, but it's, it's computer-based, P-Rock-based, so I have to hook up a keyboard in order to get the air down. The game still plays fine. It's just annoying on my screen. And weak flippers. Training down this week. Weak Mushy. flippers.
3: Mushy-mush.
2: B- yeah, Big Lebowski. I go into a multi-ball and I feel like it shot its wad already on a jackpot shot. Come on, dude.
3: Do you not have any more energy? Boil 'em, smash them. Stick them in a stew.
2: I've got to see what's going on with the flippers. They're a little mushy. Check them coil stops. i That's what I've been told, so I'll check them. But I fear that it's not that. It doesn't feel like that. Check, I know what check that feels like. Check your power settings. I already checked that and jacked those things all the way up. All the way up. It just—it almost feels, Dennis, like all of the coils are underpowered after you play a couple games. Hmm. The pops at, aren't as once? snappy. Yeah, it almost feels like a power supply kind of thing. Huh. If I had okay. to guess.
3: Well, I mean, most—you know—coil usage usually isn't universally stable in the sense that some coils get hot and are used a lot, like flippers, and other coils are only used on occasion. And if they all feel weak. I would suspect something other than the coils themselves.
2: I wonder if this is a P-Rock thing. I'm not trying to say that it is, but... You well, know, does it
3: resolve when you reboot?
2: No. Mm. Some of these... But I've heard these things in things like Houdini and Oktoberfest also utilizes the P-Rock. I don't know i'm just trying to find common denominators because it's very akin to what some people were complaining about on houdini but that was actually a power supply thing
3: well did you have any issue with alice cooper it's p rock no i haven't see i i don't think it's p rock
2: okay i don't know what it is but i'm getting some drag you all out
3: things. there and think you know what it is email the pinball at gmail.com and let zach know what to check i'll trend you up if you help me no, he will not, because that would not be a pinball market trend, but your help will be appreciated. We will just have to wait and see. Until then, let's talk about some of your pinball market
2: trends. Deals of Zevik. Bye, bye, bye! Deal of the week this week is a tie machine found on Pinside from backdock one out of LA, California. Rodeo. Go down to. Put-
3: what is that? What is this pretty woman? no one's taking you shopping Zach. i'm just kidding i wish they would
2: back doc 01 out of la is selling a time machine and the price is good and the game looks decent clean working 100 Uh, it's got a brand new led display comma leds throughout including the back box there's like freaking 50 back there Translite does have a little scratch on it but um you know me, Dennis. I've wanted a time machine for quite some time, but finding the nicest one out there is hard to come by. This one's pretty clean, and for the price of $2,200, oh, ball. Five, five, five! I think, uh,
3: ding, 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 1950s. Oh, you didn't mean the Zachariah one.
2: No, no. I'm talking about, oh, sorry about that, listeners. Data East, 1988 time machine. I forget the Zachariah had a uh, time machine. This one's non neon version, but the ramps look good. Usually, ramps look bad. Pull those bad boys out, flame polish them a little bit. They're a little cloudy, but they don't look broken to hell or anything. Yeah, let's facilitate old Zaki getting this game. Somebody help me out. Bye bye bye. Now we will go
3: into the future.
2: <laughs> Such a cool game. Another deal of the week this week is a Congo with the color DMT plus extras. Penfilla, Penfilla, Penfilla out of Exton, Pennsylvania. Good seller, from what I've heard. I looked at the reviews. <laughs> Forty eight hundred dollars might sound like a lot, but you are getting a clean game. You're getting a color DMD, a full coin taker LED kit, new ramps and balls. They got convolux protectors. That is the protectors around every plastic, ladies and gentlemen. That's nice. Mirror blades, upgraded cabinet speaker, leg bolts, goodie You know, this was his baby for a lot of years, and he's doesn't he's gonna regret selling it. So you know. That when you say you're going to regret selling it on a for sale form, that means they're going to have to pull it out of your hands. Let me tell you,
3: Amy is good gorilla.
2: <laughs> there is the only issues I see. There's one broken plastic and one of the inserts. I has guess a those protectors don't work
1: so well then.
2: <laughs> but the they usually these are faded out on the cabinet. It doesn't look too bad. There's slight fade, but it's not torched. It looks good forty eight hundred dollars i'm not saying this is a deal for the title but for the condition
3: and the accessories it's deal of the and week
2: zach i i'm prefacing it with why it's a deal of the
3: week no Dennis. you've just not you just said this is an of the week
2: Fuck it, it's a deal of the week bye, it's bye, it's bye. of
3: the week welcome to of the week where we just say things that are for sale if i was looking for a congo <laughs> this is the one uh, I bought. i'm just reading the classifieds to you is that what you want in a podcast
2: i'm sitting saddle oh, you're are sitting we number side one saddle. Yet? don't fall off watch the bump and your last deal of the week this week is a jack's to open outside of kansas city oh shit it nope. sold
3: damn it nope nope it sold it sorry sold it you sold it i you had what? multiple people say wow this is a really nice price i'm like yeah
2: you were like, have you played it? <laughs> yeah, I was like,
3: <laughs> "I was like, yeah, well, just uh, switch that music dip switch to on, and you'll understand why I had to put it under $1,000. Try
2: not to get the ball to the upper third of that game. You Actually, that's asleep. not hard. That's not hard. Might fall
3: asleep, though. Now, there's not much to do but the drops. But uh, what do you expect from mil- Milestar out of 84? Yeah, it's a sharpshooter.
2: But you sold that quickly. You did have it priced right, though. It would have been a mm. deal of the week.
3: Yeah, no, I thought it was pretty fair.
2: Here at Pinball Market Trends headquarters, we were we were keeping a close eye on that uh, developing story over there in Kansas City, Missouri.
3: Of the week. Just so when we need another Market Trends
2: sub-segment. Uh, speaking of sub-segment of Market Trends, we do have another entry oh for God.
1: Pinball Market Trends Viewer Trends. Ugh. Trending up this week. Mandalorian Season 2, Ashoka Tano, and now Boba Fett's live action characters, confirmed! Trending up this week, Ozark Season 3. What up JB? Could this show get any better? Actually, yes. Hashtag brilliant writing. <laughs> Trending down this week, Westworld Season 3. Jeez, they've taken a beautiful fantasy world full of mystery and intrigue and tried to make it a modern day Blade Runner. Brutal. RIP Westworld, forever on our hearts. Side note, Evelyn Rachel Wood is still the most stunning woman on television. Trending down this week, homeschooling your children. Yes, gone are those romantic thoughts that you have any chance in hell of giving your kid an education from the comfort and safety of your own home.
3: It's freaking chaos! (laughs)
2: He's good. <laughs> he's
3: loud. I he's love so it. Loud. Maybe that's why I relate. Yes, he's I all he does it. is screech into the microphone. Yeah. It's just like you. Oh it's like your God. younger brother. I just can't wait. to... Why younger? I think he's older than me. <laughs> and his voice is higher, so I make him younger in my
0: head.
2: I can't wait. The next pinball show that he goes to and I go to, we're gonna have dinner. Oh, we're just and we're gonna. You're gonna be there too. No, and I'm it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating with either of you. We're going to order together. Trending
1: up this week, the meatloaf.
2: If I heard that's good.
1: Trending up this week, above ground pool sales. Yes, coming to a TPS backyard near you, why not while your friends, neighbors, and pinball associates with an above ground oasis that would make even the grumpiest of den-dens a believer?
2: <laughs> yes! Yes!
3: an oasis a background an oasis, an oasis make yeah. the, i'm sure you felt like you were building an oasis oh, and you held up yet another wall segment of that oh, pool shit. oh the grumpiest of din din's of believer mm. i don't know why people make claims like i'm grumpy i'm like the cheeriest person in this hobby
2: i agree orbital albert did say you're what number top five
3: nicest people in pinball That was more that he said I wasn't number two like I self-proclaimed, but I had measured that with surveying, so I stand (laughs) by my number two status.
2: You actually have stats to back it up. I know it's only Monday, but of course this is gonna be your favorite part of the week, and that's called The Pinball Show Presents Pinball! Market Trends, Dips. Trademark, copyright, don't touch it, don't try to replicate it. If you do, you're gonna hashtag fail. That's not very nice. Best of luck. I just imagine the all,
3: all these other content creators that could do such a better job at it. I'd like to hear it.
2: That's No, a challenge. you just said you just no, said they you know they're not allowed. You're a
3: trademark fine. copyright hashtag patent. Let's issue a challenge. A, chal- if anyone, a challenge.
2: Anyone, if any other podcast uh, media, uh, if you've no. got the fortitude no. to put yourself up into a pinball market trend segment, let's hear it next week viewer trend segment or not i'm I'm calling out loser kid are you got a better market trend try it why are you trying to harass
3: josh and scott
2: jeff tl because they're the people i love they're busy securing interviews pinball profile let's hear it he's
3: busy securing interviews too
2: no i want to hear it i want to hear somebody try to go up against the likes of pinball market trends Pinball why don't you edition. start calling
3: out industry people? Dwight Sullivan, why don't you do a viewer trend? You can hey. do and turn it into why Zach is wrong, and then Dwight it might Sullivan. actually be good. Let's hear it.
2: To close out the show, we've got another new segment. Of course, we do. Another. What have, what have new you come up game. with this time, Zach? Well, now, this time, Dennis, I have not. Fellow and loyal listener, John Cawson, or should I say, Dr. Dr. John Cawson?
3: The correspondent.
2: Why, why does Doctor John sound like Ringo Starr? Or he, he doesn't. Why does he, doesn't he sound like Lennon? sound like him. Sounds like Lennon. How did you just shift
3: from Ringo to Lennon? Oh like, He doesn't sound like either of them. He
2: kind of does. He created a game for us both to play because he said, "Look, you're always the host, and this is always a contestant. It's it, it's it unequal. Sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's I unequal. Know. Yeah. I know. So it's bad. So he created a game for us that we're gonna play and. I don't know what to call it because it has to do with... uh, So this is the message. She said, it's kind of a name the actor, name the character from a quote that you hear from a movie. There are three quotes. You get more points if less quotes are needed. When identified, you have to name the movie slash TV show and the pinball machine quote related to that movie or TV show.
3: Okay, so the goal is actually to name the movie or show. Name the, the actor and show. character. Actor and actor or the show? What, what are we doing? It says what actor, do you mean actor, character? I have to know the name of the character and the name of the actor? Or You're I acting like I created
2: them? this. We're going to go through this together. I have no clue. He says, when identified, you have to name the movie TV show as well and the pinball machine that's related to that movie or TV show. It sounds like a... Um, well, that doesn't sound like I have to name the actor then. I don't know why it says name the actor and character. But he said that all are based around... What he covers on the pinball correspondence segments, that is haggis, pinball, and spooky pinball, but in reference to horror themes, spooky, or, quote, Scottish themes, which is derived from haggis. Okay. So, so that makes somewhat sense to me. Now, I'm worried already that Dr. John is a different generation than I, so probably not oh, a lot of Billy he's Madison too old references. to come up
3: with a game.
2: I'm not an ageist, but I'm saying I might not do well at this, if uh, he's doing Casablanca and stuff. Sorry, Dr. John, you're not that old. So I don't know what we're going to call this segment. He covers what he calls shit, the spooky haggis industry talk. So maybe this is who wants to be a shit millionaire? Or maybe we can do Are you smarter than a shit grader? Or maybe we can do This is shit party. Uh, what do we want to go with here? I don't know. But we'll play on the shit. You want to play with shit?
3: Yeah, sounds great.
2: I met my quota of shits. This is the newly shit game. We take two turds after their wedding. Tell me about poo number three. See if they meld together. I'm full of fiber and ready to rock your toilet.
3: <laughs> I have a long lineage amongst all these turds.
2: Oh, not the dingleberry of Alvin Jones. <laughs> Let's play the game now. I don't know if we have to buzz in. I don't know what this is. It sounds like you should have <sighs> gone over the rules more closely. Well, the thing was, I didn't want to spoil it by listening or anything.
3: So okay, well, so we're gonna I, uh, we're let's gonna... start and we'll do our best. This feels okay. like playing a board game without the rules. So, and remember, listeners, follow
2: along with us. You're a contestant as well. On I. My favorites. are you smarter than a shit creator? Because it makes no sense, but it's still cute. All right, follow along. You're playing as well with Dennis and I. Here we go. Dennis and
4: Zach. Just for a change for the shit back this week, I'm going to include a shit quiz for you. Now, the rules are simple. It's points-based, and Zach will be keeping score because he's the most honest of the two of you. Say what? So what we're going to do is I'm going to name... Three movie or TV quotes associated with an actor. If you get the actor from the first quote, you get three points. Second quote, you get two points. Third quote, you get one. And then you must name the actor for one point and the character he played in the aforementioned quoted movie. That's one point each. And finally, a pinball machine associated with that actor or character. Now, the proviso is every theme is either a spooky horror movie theme or a Scottish actor theme. Whether he plays a Scotsman or comes originally from Scotland is the key. Now, these actors may have appeared in multiple films and may have multiple pinball machines associated with them, but I want either the spooky or the Scottish theme. Thank you very much. Let's start with a nice, easy example, shall we?
3: All right. So it sounds like the main thing is to name the actor. And then there's also a point for figuring out what character the actor was from the quotes. Mm-hmm. But that one's not the rushed one where you need to go to the one, two, three. And then the pinball machine is also somehow associated with the given actor.
4: For these first two, I'll tell you whether it's Scottish or spooky, which won't be a great help because it's pretty obvious. Anyway, number one... Quote number one for three points. Ooh, is that all the thanks I get for night of hot sex? I'm dead sexy and you are crap.
2: Okay, Dennis, so we heard the first quote there. I uh, think now we should write down on our piece of paper. If we have an answer, a guess, I'm going to submit a guess as well for the actor and the character. Um, And then I guess let's listen to the second
4: quote. Okay if you have not identified that for two points first things first where's your shitter i've got a turtle's head poking out and if you need one more i ate a baby or oh, i baby the other white meat baby it's what's for dinner
2: i will uh, i'll start out and then we'll alternate between items here my guess as to the actor is canadian born michael myers and then my character guess is Fat Bastard and the pinball game is Stern Pinball's Austin Powers, baby. Yeah.
3: Yeah, similar though. I don't know if he just goes by Mike or Michael. I wrote down oh. that I have Mike Myers and yep. Fat Bastard and Austin Powers, yeah. That's oh. the pinball machine.
4: Okay. So let's see if we're right. So the answer for the actor, of course, is Mike Myers, playing the Scottish character, Fat Bastard. And the pinball machine, of course, Austin Powers. So that was your easy introduction for a Scottish theme.
2: All right, Dennis, so we both received, if I'm playing this game correctly, five points apiece? Yes.
3: Okay. But you're the only trustworthy one, so it's up to you to do the math.
4: (laughs) I love that. Let's go
3: on to item number two.
4: Now for a spooky theme, which are a bit trickier, let's start with this one. The monster was the best friend I ever had. Monster's the best friend I ever had. Yeah, I'm not guessing yet.
2: I might guess. I,
3: okay.
2: I might guess. Um, I'm not going to guess because this one might be a little sloppy. The direction he's going, so I want to hear
4: quote two. And for two points, Shooter, yours is not the brain that I would have chosen, but at least you are obedient. That continues to solidify my
2: first guess. I think I'm going to guess. Okay. So I've submitted my answer Okay. on the second quote. We'll play the third one for you.
4: And for one point, it's alive.
2: So you submitted on the third one for a possible yeah, three points.
3: I, I still wasn't super, super well, sure exactly four which points, film so. he's pulling from. So I ended up going with Gene Wilder as Dr. Frankenstein and Mary Shelley's Frankenstein as the pinball machine.
2: Okay. Okay, I have a similar response. My answers were Gene Wilder, Dr. Frankenstein, mm. not Stein, <laughs> and it's spelled the same. Uh, so, And then uh, I went with Monster Bash. Oh, okay. Because I didn't, that's where I was like, it might be sloppy, because I don't know if he's going Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley's, is he going, uh, what's he going here? Because there's Frankensteins in a couple things. Okay, let's hear what he says.
4: And the answer for the actor is, of course, Boris Karloff playing frankenstein's monster i know he didn't say those lines but it's that movie and the pinball machine would be frankenstein i'll give you half a point for monster bash because you've got to think the same as me and i wanted mary shelley's frankenstein
3: now now i'm really confused (laughs) okay so all right dr john boris karloff Yes. Okay. So, and that's where, when he did the, it's alive, I thought he, he means the original Frankenstein, the movie, the black and white. Okay. And that's what came to mind. But then I thought, no, everyone's going to think Gene Wilder. I, I just assumed from the other lines. Cause I didn't, I couldn't remember.
2: Yeah. It's been so, I so, guess- long. so
3: Boris Karloff played Frankenstein's monster, as he noted. But those lines are Dr. Frankenstein. So I really feel that- Are that they Dr. Been,
2: Frankenstein's lines? Yeah, because the Frankenstein- no, the monster don't have,
3: speak. The monster- No, no. It's Alive is the doctor. Yeah. It's a- I had a game once where you would be asked to reenact famous movie scenes, and that It's Alive speech was one I had to do a lot. So Okay. I, um. So anyway, uh, but based off of that, I guess I get one point for the game because I- Clearly said the doctor, and that's not what he went with, and I clearly said the way wrong, which I'm not I agree. I'm completely wrong on the actor. He was going with the original movie. So So what did you so you got I get one point for saying Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which is I think the full name of the game Frankenstein.
2: But you we're giving you a point too because the quotes were from
3: that actor. No, no, no. I, I didn't say the right actor. I said But that uh, actor Wilder. didn't say the quotes. No, y- correct. I, 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 I take it. I take umbrage with Boris Karloff being named when he didn't say the lines.
2: But, but can uh, we not? Because Doctor Frankenstein oh,
3: was the actual see. Quater, I mean, I w- yeah, I we're going to give you a point. I, I, w- I feel I was right with Doctor yes. Frankenstein because that's at least one. I don't know the first two quotes. That's why I didn't guess then. But the third quote was Doctor Frankenstein, the character. Yes. So
2: okay, so you get. I guess you get two, two points because I, I did not get the actor right at all. And I just, I got Dr. Frankenstein, but I said, Dr. Frankenstein. Cause I thought it, yeah, was, but that
3: you just mispronounced it spelled yeah. the same.
2: Okay. And then I said, monster bash, but which what you makes get half it half a point?
3: What makes it Mary Shelley's over monster bash? Because the, because he was talking about the movie Frankenstein, which is so uh, the pinball machine, Frankenstein or Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is about that movie. Monster Bash is not.
4: Okay, I didn't know You see know why that... it's a better pick? So let's go on to question three. I'm not telling you which one this is. You can work it out. So for three points, the quote is, excuse me, do you mind not farting while I'm trying to save the world? I'm going to pass on to quote two. Yeah, I don't. I'm passing. Okay. And for two points, nobody else in this entire galaxy has ever bothered to make edible ball bearings. Genius small people reference.
2: Yeah. All right. Something about ball bearings. something about galaxy. And then he said, a something reference. What was the reference? He said,
3: he said that the, that line had a nice pinball reference because of the ball bearing statement. Okay. He was making a comment. That wasn't part of the quote.
4: Okay. I don't know yet. I'm still not going to guess. I'm passing quote three. And if you need it for the one point time travel is like visiting Paris you can't just read the guidebooks, you've got to throw yourself in, eat the food, use the wrong verbs, get charged double, and end up kissing complete strangers, or is that just me?
2: This is not based on a spooky film, this is probably based on a Scottish film in outer space? I See, I'm just so confused as to what the hell the rules are. Let's go with, I'm guessing, Sean Connery just because I think he's Scottish and it has nothing to do with this, but I'm always going to guess Sean Connery if I don't know. And I'm going to guess the character, Darth Helmet, and the pinball machine, I'm going to go Star Wars. I No clue. What, what do you All got, Dennis?
3: I am guess. I'm not guessing an actor. I don't know. I'm going to guess the character is Doctor Who, though, and I'm going to go with Doctor Who, the pinball machine.
4: Okay. Let's see. And the actor... David Tennant from the TV show Doctor Who, and of course the pinball machine Doctor Who. And he's Scottish, you you be wondering what the link was, David Tennant.
2: David Tennant was Scottish, and he forgets that Americans are smart enough not to watch that wretched show, um,
3: so I didn't know what it was. I haven't ever seen Doctor Who. It was the time travel in the third quarter Yeah, it made me think they gotcha. that that's my best guess, because otherwise I was going to go with some outer space thing, but... Why not say And TARDIS? I know that it's a British <laughs> show, so I thought the likelihood of having a Scottish actor was very high. Yeah, that's good stage. reasoning.
2: Good reasoning. Okay. So you got uh, two points
3: there. Yeah, for the for the character and the pinball machine, but I didn't didn't even try on the actor.
4: I failed miserably. The quotes for three points. First quote: There is no word for thank you in Dothraki.
3: I feel I should know, but I yeah I have to pass on.
2: That's sure. what I'm doing as well because I'm. We both know what it's referencing, but we don't. There's not a lot of known actors in that series, but we're gonna we're gonna
4: play the next quote. The two points, they're dragons, Khaleesi. They can never be tamed, not even by their mother. Are you guessing on the second?
3: No, no. Well, because there's no advantage to guessing the character or the pinball on on the first or second. So,
4: <laughs> gotcha. Okay, I don't know the actor. All right, here we go. And for one point, Khaleesi, my queen, I vow to serve you, obey you, and die for you, if need be.
3: Okay, I am not naming the actor. I couldn't remember the character's name. I'm just saying Sir Squiggly Line. And <laughs> Did you say Sir Squiggly Line? <laughs> that's because that's what I wrote. And, I like it. Okay. And uh, Game of Thrones for the pinball machine.
2: All right. So I agree on Game of Thrones. That's what I had. The actor, or and the character, I'm going to guess is... Tyrion Lannister and the actor I only know is he's an angry elf if it is Tyrion
4: ow, this is a tough one see if you know the actor and his character and the actor is Ian Glenn and his character's name was Jorah Mormont that was a tough one and the game of course Game of Thrones
3: yeah no I always called him wow. Sir Friendzone he's the he's the guy who have you seen the show yes Uh, The guy who gets the the stone disease and he... Oh, okay. The guy, yeah. It's her friend zone because he was, you know, he loved Khaleesi, but she wouldn't love him back. And so he was her right-hand man guy.
2: How in the Uh, hell am I going to know that?
3: Damn, we're only on number four and they're
2: that tough. All right, number (sighs) five. So we both got a point there for Game of Thrones. Yep, that's Okay. After this next one, we will recap to see points-wise where we're at.
4: Our next question for three points, just close your eyes and pretend it's all a bad dream. That's how I get by. Okay, I got nothing. Yeah, I have to skip on that one. And for two points, the problem is not the problem. The problem is your attitude to the problem. Nope, that enough not me at all. And for one point, you are without a doubt the worst pirate I've ever heard of, says James Norrington, to which this character responds, but you have heard of me.
2: I don't know the actor's name, so again, I'm going to say Sean Connery. Uh, the character, I'm going to go with Captain Barbosa in the pinball game Pirates of the Caribbean.
3: Yep. I couldn't remember the actor, so I just went ahead and wrote Johnny Depp, even though it's not right, yeah. and Jack Sparrow, even though it's not right, and Pirates of the Caribbean is the game. So.
2: Okay, so you went with Jack Sparrow instead of— Yeah, but okay. I mean,
3: John, Johnny's not Scottish, so that's not going to work. No,
2: he's from Kentucky.
4: And the actor is Johnny Depp. What? Playing the character of Jack Sparrow. Now the pinball game. Remember Scottish or spooky? And we're going with Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger, because that was Johnny Depp's first movie role. If you got that point, I'll be very surprised, and I'll give you double.
2: Oh! Wait a minute, what? How does this game work?
3: Okay. A, oh my God. Oh, like that I'm is getting high for the that first is, time. That is cruel. Okay. <sighs> so apparently the movie didn't have anything to the quotes did not have anything to. he's pulling pirates quotes, but the game needed to be tied to whatever is a Scottish or the spooky theme. So spooky is the, Spooky is the game. That's it. The quotes I don't think were from Nightmare. They're not from Nightmare on Elm Street. No, Obviously not. Norrington. The last quote was clearly from Pirates. And that's why I initially I started writing down Johnny Depp and Jack Sparrow because he noted that the character he wanted named, I thought was what he said, replied, but you have heard of me. And then I, and then in my head, I thought, well, maybe the character would was Scottish, but I, you know, I don't think Johnny Depp's I don't think Jack Sparrow was Scottish, but I didn't know what else to do. Because I thought that the idea, because I thought I was wrong right now. So actually, I guess I get two points for getting the actor and the and the the character, but I don't get the pinball machine. Hell, and you get nothing. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out what just happened. But I, I'm still confused though about this. uh, But the quotes didn't come from a Scottish. Person, and they didn't come from a horror movie. Uh, so yeah. So what I, is the
2: hell the, the, I, the Captain Bar-, Bar or Johnny Depp's freaking? Uh, yeah, I don't. I Captain. I don't Sp- Sp- well, but again, it, it's
3: kind of like back when the second one where we had uh, Frankenstein and it was yeah. That's why I was confused. Were, here too. Like he wanted the monster named as the character, but the quotes weren't from the character. They were from another character, which we went ahead and g- gave an exception point on. But
2: all right, know. okay. After five rounds of. Cluster, f- I, I've got a new name for this game show. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have you as 12, but I have seven and a half. <laughs>
4: Almost uh, eight. Item number six. Next quiz question for three points. This one's a bit different. Really? Because I've got three different movies this actor has appeared in with three different movie quotes. You can choose any movie you like. So for three points, this is relevant. Welcome to Chicago. This town stinks like a whorehouse at low tide. I got nothing.
3: All right, I I know the actor.
4: Okay, so he's submitting actor. Good. For two points, when only a few of us are left, we will feel an irresistible pull towards a faraway land to fight for the prize.
2: Nope, nothing here. Onto the, uh,
3: do you want any time for that one? No, no, my, my, I'm, I'm quite convinced I know the character. Gotcha. The only thing is, I, I'm making a, I'm making a note of what the movies are just for the hell of it. Gotcha.
4: And for one point, you should give it away. Indiana Jones says, 11 o'clock, Dan. It's eleven o'clock." To Which character says, "What happens at eleven o'clock?"
2: So now I'm confused because when he said Indiana Jones, I'm like, "Shit, did I play it wrong? Did he give the right
3: answer?" So as I wrote down, I'm. My trusty sheet. Uh, uh-huh. Sean Con- Sean Connery is the hey, actor. good
2: deal. I and that room? that
3: first quote is from Untouch the Untouchables. Okay. That second quote was from Highlander, and the third quote uh, is from Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade. Wow! Look at you.
2: And then the pinball game.
3: Well, now I'm a little confused. I guess he said <laughs> we could we could name any character. So I went ahead and wrote Dr. Jones from, or I think Henry Jones was his name in Indiana Jones is the one I wrote down for the character name. Uh, And then I went with Indiana Jones, the pinball adventure for the pin.
2: But that one, I guess, doesn't have to have any association with a horror theme or a Scottish theme.
3: Because the actor is Scottish. Because the actor
2: gets the check mark there. I guess. Okay. I think you're right. So I went with Sean Connery as well, because by default, I was going to get it right at some point. Um, I said Dr. Jones Senior. I don't know if that's going to be uh, what the, the, the group will say about that. And um, the pinball game, I just put Indiana Jones, but I
4: don't, I don't know if, I don't know. So I assume the last one gave it away. It is of course, Sean Connery and his characters from the movies. The first quote was from The Untouchables, and his character was Jim Malone. second movie was Highlander. Where his character's last name was Ramirez, and the third was Indiana Jones, where he played Doctor Jones the Elder. And the game, oh, the Indiana Jones games is fine. He's a Scottish actor.
3: Whew. Okay. Well, I'd so say you... we count our Doctor Jones guesses because yes,
4: they're, yes. they're
3: Doctor Jones. You call him yeah. Doctor Jones, doll. The
2: Elder. So you got the three points initially, then you got the two additional points, making it total five points. Correct. Mm,
3: yes. Okay.
2: I guess the actor um, – let's see. Uh, it took me the third one to guess the actor. So you get three. Yes. Because you said
3: Indiana Jones
2: pinball correct. machine. Good deal. You
3: said Indiana Jones for your pinball machine, which was right. And yep. And you're senior. Senior.
4: Our next one is, for three points, why do we get the feeling that you're going to be the death of me? Yeah, I can't, I can't guess yet. I got nothing. Okay. And the second quote for two points – it's shite being Scottish, we're the lowest of the low, the scum of the <laughs> earth, the most wretched, miserable, servile, pathetic trash that was ever shat into civilization.
3: Wow, that was cheery. Uh, I still don't know. Okay, I'm going
2: to, because i got to catch up on points here, I'm going to guess the actor,
4: but I don't have to guess the character of pinball game. No, correct? no. no. Okay. And the third quote, you were the chosen one. It was said you destroy the Sith, not join them.
2: Oh. Okay. I got the actor wrong. But I can still submit a different character in Pinball Game, I suppose.
3: Yeah, because you didn't guess those yet. Okay.
2: Damn it! I finally know an actor. Mm-hmm. I blew my load on the second one. Okay.
3: So what was your second round guess for actor?
2: Uh, I messed up and just went Mel Gibson.
3: Mm. well he's australian not scottish but
2: i thought they were going for braveheart at some point oh or i something. see playing Fuck. a scottish character yeah, okay. i have no fucking clue what the rules are at this game and uh then i turned around do you want me to tell the rest then yeah, yeah i realized the actor and went with obi-wan kenobi and star wars is the pinball game
3: okay and yes i for based off of number three i put down uh Ewan McGregor as the actor. I put Obi Wan Kenobi down as my character, and I went ahead and chose Star Wars Episode One as my
2: machine. Oh, that might be uh, because I didn't, I didn't
3: see. Even though that quote is from Episode Three. Yes, it is.
4: Now, of course, I've got two different movies there again to confuse you, but I'm happy with either one. The actor being Ewan McGregor playing Obi Wan Kenobi in the first and third quotes and playing Mark Redboy Renton in Train Spotting in the third quote. And the pinball machine, of course. Any of the Star Wars is fine.
2: So you got three points there?
3: Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: And I received two points.
4: And the third last is... Well, three points. So I've got that going for me, which is nice.
3: Okay, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I have no clue. How in the hell would we know based on that?
3: Maybe it's a really famous quote.
4: For two points, in order to conquer an animal, I have to look like an animal, and wherever possible, think like an animal.
3: I still have no guess.
4: <laughs> Numbers-wise, I can win, so I'll wait. And for one point, it's a Cinderella story, out of nowhere, a former greenkeeper, now about to become the master champion.
2: That's the best impersonation I could muster up. I know how you feel now.
4: I'm guessing
3: nothing, I'll take a zero.
2: I'm going to go the actor was Bill Murray. He was playing it in Caddyshack there, the last Mm. one that I heard. Um, The character. See, now, here's my question. I know what I wrote down, but the character, do I have to pick it based on the quote that I knew it from?
3: No. I mean, that's not my interpretation, but it has to be, you have to name one of the characters from the movies he used.
2: Oh, okay. I'm guessing, based on knowing the character, Venkman, and I'm going Ghostbusters for the pinball
4: game. Okay. And that is Bill Murray playing Carl Spackler in Caddyshack. And the movie, and remember, it's got to be spooky or Scottish, Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. See, that's the issue well,
3: I'm having with this well, game. Well, I guess all the quotes came from the same movie then. Okay. Uh, so there was only that one. So don't, don't give yourself the character, but you got the actor and you got the pinball machine. So you get, okay. you get two. two and I get six. zero it's what I deserve. No, when I heard Cinderella storyline, I uh, immediately fell into the Ron Howard movie, Cinderella story with Russell oh, Crowe. Oh. And I could not spin myself out of that line of thinking. And like, I couldn't write I think Russell Crowe down because he's Australian as yeah. well. And I and the character was an American in the movie. So I was just like, I just couldn't, I couldn't yeah. mentally get past that.
2: I don't know why I'm not understanding these rules. I think that they might be
4: either terrific or convoluted, one or the other. On to the next. And the penultimate question, for three points, diplomats, the best diplomat I know is a fully activated phaser bank.
3: All right, I don't know. Oh, Dennis
4: has got something. No, no, uh,
3: I'm I'm writing a question mark, and that's what I
4: write when I don't know. Go ahead and go on. All right, next one. For two points, well, Captain, the Klingons called you a tin-plated, overbearing, swaggering dictator with delusions of godhood. I'll never guess the actor's name, so...
3: And, um, that's what, where I, I'm, it's so, it's so close for me, but I'm sorry. Go ahead and go on. Um, I'm going to, I still don't know. Hold
2: up. Okay.
3: Actually, I'm going to, I.
4: You're going to guess? Yeah. Let me write it down. Okay. And for one point with the accent, I cannot change the laws of physics.
2: All right. So I don't know the actor's name, so I'm going to guess Sean Connery. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, the character I'm gonna guess Scotty, and the game I'm gonna guess Bally's Star Trek.
3: Okay, I actually uh, I went with Scotty as well as the character, and I went with the Daddy East Star Trek for the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, for the actor, I'm guessing it's Peter Doherty.
2: Wow, well, I still don't know who that is. Let's let's go. Did you guess the actor on the first one? Second. Second one.
4: Okay. Yeah. And this is of course. The character is Scotty, full name Montgomery Scott, played by James Doohan, and the pinball machine Any Star Trek.
3: I didn't get the double points because I just wrote Scotty, so I guess I get two for the game and the machine. I did not get the actor right at all.
2: Okay, I get the same.
3: James Doohan. I should have remembered that. I was trying to remember the opening crawls on all those Star Trek <laughs> movies, and I I don't know who. Peter Why wasn't Doherty there a is.
2: tribble in there?
4: Damn it. Oh,
3: he, he wanted to give you a chance.
4: And the final question for well, three points. The quote is choice. The problem is choice. Choice. I the do problem not, is choice.
3: Yeah. Problem is choice. I am not guessing yet.
2: I'm guessing because I'm going out on a whim. I got the actor down.
4: Okay. We've a toughie. for two points. You ever have that feeling that you're not sure if you're awake or still dreaming?
3: I'm still not guessing.
4: And for one point. What are you telling me? That I can dodge bullets? That's a big clue.
2: I picked on number one, I threw uh threw it in a win and went Mel Gibson because I thought at some point he's got a reference Braveheart, but he didn't. Okay. Uh, the character I went with after changing my tune I went with Neo. And yes. the pinball game I went with Bram Stoker's Dracula.
3: Yes, and that's what I did. Keanu Reeves, I put The the Matrix Neo, and Mm -hmm. Bram Stoker's Dracula for the pinball machine.
4: Good deal. And the actor is Keanu Reeves playing Neo in The Matrix. And I know he's been on a couple of machines, but were they spooky or Scottish? The spooky machine you have to name is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Not Johnny Mnemonic, not the Matrix machine made by Dutch Pinball. Anyway, that's it for the quiz. I hope it was a bit of fun because uh, news is a bit sparse. So I thought I'd give you something different. Enjoy. Catch another time.
3: Only give me two on that, though. Actually, I realized uh, that I only wrote the movie title down originally. and I started writing Neo after I told you I was done. So don't give that one to me. Well oh, <laughs> you're so honest. I was, like, I was okay. thinking the movie so much to keep it straight from the pen but um so just give me two though because legitimately i i told you i was done and i hadn't written that part yet so that would be a lie
2: i've got 24 for you unless i forgot something nope that's correct i think i only got 18 and a half congratulations dennis creasel for winning are you smarter than a shit Creator? or dr john's bullshit game
3: God. wow so many tricks and stuff it's
2: very uh, deceitful yeah i feel like a a pro game designer at this point um so none of you complain about my silly games of pinball password anymore that was fun i like that so that was a that's a complex game that he thought of there it's either super complex or just no. lacks no structure. It, one actually, of the two.
3: once I heard him explain it, it sounded really simple. But then with the things like what he did on Frankenstein and stuff, I'm not sure that I I like how the rules get interpreted on it.
2: So, so any of the key items, actor, character, or pinball game, yeah, only one of them has to do with the uh, with the actual themes of horror or Scottish. But I don't know why the actor but ranged they don't always have
3: both like the frankenstein yeah what i don't know i don't know
2: thanks again dr john we appreciate it we had fun-ish uh and those were <laughs> tough those were really tough if you want to submit a game to us email us at the pinball network at gmail.com see that's the kind of commitment i'm looking for dennis from our listeners that's awesome All right, Dennis, that was one hell of a show. Thanks again to the listeners for following, subscribing, and rating us on iTunes and any other rating system that is out there. All right, in closing, Dennis, if they want to listen to you, I'd suggest they go to the EGP on iTunes or their favorite podcatcher. That's Eclectic Gamers Podcast. Where can they email you at over there? They
3: can always email me at eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com. G-mizzy. You can follow
2: me at the network at gmail.com. Uh, or you can go to our website at thepinballnetwork.net or follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pinballnetwork. We did, recently did a little promo video showing the weekly lineup of those TP and streaming affiliates. That was really fun. And if you're wanting to see some video on pinball, you can go to Straight Down the Middle of Pinball Show with Greg Bone and I getting ready to record episode 109 with some reviews coming up. And you can reach me there at SDT And if you're itching your neck like a pinball fiend that you are like me, and you want that next beautiful new pinball machine, call me right now, eight one two four five seven nine seven one one. You can also text that number. I may be able to get back quicker. Email me at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at flip, the letter N, out, pinball.com. Hopefully, at this point, your preferred pinball distributor. And for good reasons... And if not, give us a try. We'll get you an Escalera to climb those stairs with those big, beautiful pinball machines or safes or washing dryers or appliances or dressers or uh, people or whatever it may be. Disclaimer on the people part. As we're looking at TPN Now versus this week on TPN, TPN Now, we got the great correspondent Escape. That was the pinball show midweek episode five where the correspondents chimed in and had a round table chat. About recent news and different things, you might hear them in future weeks on the Pinball Show, so check that out. As well as Arcade Crusade dropping a video on the Pinball Network's YouTube page about NVR ROM, a RAM that's up now. I streamed Elvira this last week, Dennis, uh, and I did so with an unorthodox stream layout. So you guys will have to go check that out, utilizing green screens and full screen play, uh, gameplay. You were there hanging out. What'd you think?
3: Yeah, it was. A, I didn't do too a, bad, right? Yeah, I, I was, yeah. It was great. Was it novel? It was. Well, I mean, I've seen other people do the angle yes. down at the flippers. Uh, Papa is fond of that, mm-hmm. for example. I think a lot of people like that, like that style. But I, you know, a lot of people also like the overhead, which yeah. is why I think usually uh, you see when people do the at the flipper angle, they do both. Yep, I like
2: the overhead too. It just doesn't fill the screen, so I feel like we get cheated. Mm. And if it's an accessory camera, it's like, are you really committing? I went full commitment. We filled mm. up that whole screen.
3: Haven't you ever heard about the proper use of white space? What do you mean? You know, like in art and layout and stuff. You want you want to have some white space. It's not all that. Not everything needs content. <coughs> no? so. Oh, it's an A-a, huh huh? Okay.
2: Yeah. I don't know if film agrees with you tell that to George Lucas.
3: George Lucas is just camera A and camera B. Oh my god, don't bring him up as a citation. <laughs> Film he filmed those prequels like they were soap. Hey, they were good, damn it.
2: Um, <laughs> no they were not. Ah! Oh, off the record. We get that round table discussion we talked about. Check that out and a Oh, and I got to say this. It's not part of TPN, makes no sense to even mention it here, but it's a proud papa moment. Papa Boca, not Papa Poca. Uh My son, remember I gave him those challenges, listeners? Dennis, you remember? He's yeah. already gotten two of the challenges. He GC'd my Circus Voltaire. This kid has played pinball maybe 30 minutes of his whole life. And he got on the leaderboard on Whirlwind. So $200 in the bank out of the possible 13 games. And he requested that he stream this week, this past week. can you? He, he's fallen right into the trap. Mm. of addiction pinball addiction <laughs> so he streamed for the first time and the little guy has anxiety issues and neurotic but he's got some of his dad's blood in him of course both with anxiety and with uh, showmanship and performance and got out there and really did well on stranger things he even requested that i not join him for a game i was like you little punk yeah <gasps> yeah so he's streaming under dp Mini. his first initial middle initial and last name dp Mini. you have to check him out I told him I'd give him a shout out, and he was like,
3: "Don't, Dad." So I thought I would. He'll never know. He doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> he doesn't.
2: Nobody does. What's That's coming up this we like week it. on TPN? This week we've got a brand new podcast that we're announcing. We can do it right here. It's with Joel. It's called Just Another Pinball Podcast. We've picked that up for a more regular, uh, regular stint on the Pinball Network. It's called just its brand is called Just Another Pinball. But he's going to be doing a podcast, so just another pinball podcast, and then possibly a stream in the future, just another pinball stream. So make sure to follow up uh, on episode two that will drop this week, as well as another Silver Ball Chronicles episode.
3: Mm -hmm. Do we know what they're covering yet,
2: or can Uh, we know? We do.
3: I know. uh, I'll give you a hint. It is someone who's primarily known for their artwork. Oh,
2: nice. No artwork is as nice as Popeye, but okay and a brand new episode of Arcade Crusade on TPN, where he is going to show you how to check, fix, and correct the infamous Bally Williams WPC system check fuses F-114 slash F-115. Have you ever
3: heard of that one? Nope. But really? I've never I've never owned a WPC, so it's <gasps> never been something that's crossed my plate.
2: That's why you think Gottlieb's and street levels are so good.
3: Okay, it's all making sense now. Zach, I've played plenty of WPCs. You can't walk in the pinball hobby and not trip over those plebeian common games. I'm not going to be lectured about WPC superiority from a guy whose current only WPC game appears to be
2: Popeye. Oh, no, that's where you're wrong. Popeye, The Shadow, Circus Voltaire, Tales of the Arabian
3: Nights. Okay, I may have been slightly incorrect in my judgmental statement.
2: All right, guys, that's it for this week. Check us out on episode 15 next week at the Pinball Show only on the Pinball Network. If you want to join, pick up a mic, pick up a camera, pick up anything you want, pick up a newspaper and write us an article. No, we don't do articles. I guess you could on our website, but email us. We want you to be part of the
3: team. For Dennis Creasel, I am Zachary Many. Next time, top 100 games that have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> And always practice safe pinball and J Baka.
2: Maybe I should have. Uh, maybe I should went with Papa Boca Up. So long, everybody. Back in the saddle, we are riding. What is it called, Dennis? When you ride, I, edit. I'm gonna start to. When you ride, um, two, to a horse. That's called something. It's not reverse cowgirl. No. <laughs> no. <laughs>